Yo, it's your boy. I'm Chris the Don One, the host with the most. Welcome to another episode of the One Man One Mike Podcast, episode ten. Uh, today we're gonna I'm gonna give you guys my impression, my review of Call of Duty Black Ops Four, uh, the Blackout mode. It's supposed to be a battle royale. It's a uh, Call of Duty's attempt of what PUBG and Fortnite, as well as other games. Uh, that's in the battle royale genre. I'm going to give you guys my opinion on it. I'm also going to give you guys my opinion on The Walking Dead episode one. Uh, it's going to have spoilers. So spoiler alert, spoiler alert. But before we start talking about The Walking Dead, the first thing I want to talk about is very fast, very briefly, Call of Duty. I'm going to give you guys my review. Now, uh, I haven't played a Call of Duty game since Call of Duty Ghost. And when Call of Duty Ghost came out, I was very in, I was very disappointed with the game, particularly when they hyped and amped this game up at E3, uh talking about the the graphics are going to be a step above what uh traditional Call of Duty games uh have done in the past. Uh it was supposed to be something a different experience. And it failed on all levels. And I just simply just stopped buying Call of Duty games. Uh, I feel like Call of Duty and Madden are two franchises that have been around for a long period of time. And uh, those games are very stale to a lot of gamers. So, you know, I can understand the young cropper gamers, like the young teens, the young kids who may uh, haven't played a Call of Duty game uh, back in the day or John Madden game and they're, they're still playing it. They're going to get to a point to where when they get a little older, you know, these games are going to be stale to them, particularly if they don't change and revamp it and relaunch it and just bring and just bring something different to the table than what they traditionally have done with their other uh, games. Now, Call of Duty, I feel like uh, when, when I, I, I've been playing it for like three, four straight days. I also played the beta. I'm very impressed with the game. First of all, I thought the map was going to be small. And when I uh, launched myself into a game, the map is, is pretty decent. It's pretty big. And the one thing I like about the map that for, like games such as Fortnite, and PUBG really don't bring to the table. They bring it uh, to a certain level, but not to the extent to what Blackout Mode is to Call of Duty. And that uh, it really doesn't matter what type of gamer you are. There's a there's areas in the map where you can advance, okay, and you can have an advantage. Uh, if you're a sniper, there are a plenty there. There's plenty of areas on the map where you can get your snipe on. Or if you want to camp in a bush, you want to camp somewhere and just wait for somebody to uh, run past you and they don't know you're there. You can get an easy kill that way. That's fine and dandy, too. And you still have, uh, you know, for the hardcore gamers, I, I think the map uh, it really doesn't matter if you're a casual gamer or if you're a hardcore gamer, you can take. There's areas on the map where you can take an advantage on, okay, particularly against the opposition. Now, PUBG does this as well, the same way as Fortnite, but they don't do it to the extent of Call of Duty. And so I have to give Call of Duty a notch on that. Uh, the next thing I want to uh, talk about, and it's really not a not, it's it's not a it's not a bad look, but it's just something I'm just. It's, it's just something they should add later on. 
And that is when you jump out the helicopter, you're in this wingsuit. And I think it's very, you know, I like the wingsuit. I mean, you can simply get to the ground a lot faster, just simply just going, just pointing straight down in your wingsuit. And you can probably be the first one down there. And if you compare to how PUBG and Fortnite, where you use a parachute or you just, you know, well, parachute down. Uh, if you compare, you put all three of those games side by side by side, uh, the call. Call of Duty, particularly blackout mode, you can get to the ground a lot faster and safer. Uh, but to me, I felt like with blackout mode, it should they should install this in an update or whenever where you can, you know, still be in your wingsuit. But if you want to observe the field before you actually touch down, you can just jump right back into your parachute. And if you have second thoughts, if you see someone else already landing there, you can uh, jump. You can go in and out from your wingsuit to the parachute. I feel like uh, you know that's something uh, that uh, you know Call of Duty may want to talk about. Activision they may want to explore. I, I feel like uh, the advantage is going to be on the individual with the best strategy, particularly how they're going to uh, strategize who's who's on the ground right now and who's who's parachuting down. And I feel like. You know, that's just a strategy that, you know, is sorely missed in this game. Now, you can just simply just parachute and just be the last one to touch down. Now, when you touch down on the map, it is very easy, literally easy to get a gun. Literally, they're they're all over the place and the mods are all over the place. The scopes, the handles, the stocks, the silencer, they're simply all over the place. There's no excuse for you unless you parachute down in the woods where, you know, there's no buildings around. Uh, there's no excuse for you to just parachute and just simply die. OK, unless you, you know, you know, wasn't paying attention and you jumped and you landed with a with two other squads and they just, you know, killed you game over i think it's easier to win in blackout mode that's just my opinion because you don't really necessarily have to wait on anyone okay you can pretty much dictate how you're going to advance in this game uh and it's different from fortnite and PUBG. um I feel like a lot of people take advantage, particularly with the circle with Fortnite and PUBG. They kind of lay back just a little bit uh, on the edge of the circle. And then when the circle starts getting smaller, they, they run in and they take they capitalize on someone who just knocked off and killed three guys. OK, uh, with blackout mode, uh, even if you're in the storm. The storm don't the storm can't kill you unless you're just simply just standing there. I think it takes slower damage in the storm, and I feel like that's a benefit. That's a benefit for gamers. Okay, so like somehow, some way, you get lost or you're by yourself and you're trying to wait it out. This this group is uh, they know you're there. They know you got to come out of that storm. You can you have time to strategize and figure out another way around them. OK, you can't do that with PUBG and Fortnite. Once you're in the storm, you have to make a decision. Either you're going to die in the storm or you're going to have to go head first into the action. OK, so I feel like 
uh, with blackout mode, they really took, I mean, they, they must've really paid attention to a lot of gamers out there, particularly a lot of gamers in the beta. But when I was playing the beta, there was a few times when I was stuck in the storm, the storm really didn't affect me. Okay. Even though I was uh, in the storm, I, I wasn't panicking or, or anything like that. Okay. Because it, it, it doesn't take a lot. I mean, it, it, the, the storm really don't kill you that fast like it does in PUBG and Fortnite. Now, the health the health packs are all over the place. There's no excuse for anyone not to have a first aid kit or several health packs, okay? And the armor is just like PUBG. It's level one, level two, level three. The same can be said uh, for certain guns. Uh, there are there are guns. Once you uh, put your attachments on, they are really potent and really strong, and can really do some serious damage. And if you do, if you don't have anything other than a level one armor, then you have to strategize because even though that's armor, it doesn't protect your head. And the highest armor does protect your head. Okay, and um, you know the armor is shaped like. You know, you're in the bomb unit or something. It's it's got a lot of padding on it, okay, including the helmet, okay. Which I feel like the stronger the armor is, the less mobile you should be. It it, it it's not in this game. I mean, if you get the highest armor uh, level, you're gonna still be able to move fast around the game, just like someone who doesn't have the armor. But I feel like Call of Duty should implement that like uh if you want the heaviest of armor you should be limited in your mobility that's that's how i feel now i don't think you should be like a a, a stone where a stone to uh like you throw a stone in the water where you just sink uh you know i, I don't think you should be that unable to move around but uh you know you shouldn't be able to slide jump or you know whatever okay uh, certain aspects that players who do, who don't have armor, they can you know they can still be a little they can be a lot mobile than the people who do have armor. Okay, then it's all about who can get their skill on when you're talking about kills. Um, but overall, I kind of enjoy the game. As far as leveling, uh, it's a grind to it. You don't level real fast. You just can't just hop in five matches and then you're already level 20. It doesn't work that way. Um, they take certain aspects of your stats in the game. They, When you look at kills, downs, how far you have uh, moved around the map, how long you've been on the map, uh, those, uh, those stats uh, pay... Uh, uh, you know, it, it, it those stats have uh, uh, an impact on your leveling, okay? And I feel like that's good as well too. They they, they look at your metrics, everything. Now, from what I have played, I think it's a great game. Um, I think to me, Blackout. If you was playing PUBG. You're no longer playing PUBG now because Blackout is everything PUBG should have been years ago. And it's not going to the pool of players that PUBG have uh, is not going to be there much longer. 
and it wouldn't supply it wouldn't surprise me if blue hole starts uh making an announcement that PUBG is going to be making its way to playstation even though i think it's a little bit too late but that's another a time that's another talk for another episode um to me fortnite and i've always stated this about fortnite fortnite has the two elements in the game that a lot of gamers are going to continue to keep playing um it's going to have the platform gamer it's going to have the gamer who likes to build the minecraft type of gamer and you still have the 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 shooter type of gamer the guy who just simply want to go in and get his kills on without building platforms okay i feel like that element in the pool group is probably going to move away from uh fortnite and spend a lot of their time in call of duty but i feel like the minecraft gamer and the platform type of gamer are going to continue to support PUBG. i mean PUBG, fortnite because fortnite you, you still are able to build and i think that's um the one thing the one key thing a lot of people don't pay attention about why it's so successful why a lot of people play it is the ability to build okay and people are going to continue to play this that game uh, and, and and if you compare, if you ask me which two games you think is going to die uh, quick, I feel like it's going to be PUBG versus Fortnite when you compare those two games to Call of Duty. But it's a good game. It's a great game. I feel like it brings something to the table that uh, other Call of Duty games are not doing right now. Okay. And that's just my opinion on the game. Uh, let's segue from um, Call of Duty to The Walking Dead. Now, The Walking Dead uh, episode two premiered last Sunday, and this this review is for uh, is for episode one. Episode one of The Walking Dead started off where it pretty much ended. Rick. Uh, had the opportunity to kill Negan. He slit his throat. Uh, everyone uh, in Nick's group wanted him to kill him. He decided not to. He had a change of heart, particularly reading his uh, his uh, dead son's letters. And that had a huge effect. And it kind of clouded Rick's judgment. Okay. You know, the old Rick would have would immediately just simply killed Negan. And it's a it's 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 left the group. Uh, it left the group in peril, but it also divided the group. The group used to be united, even though they they didn't necessarily agree with everything Rick did in previous seasons of The Walking Dead. They still respected him, and they still carried it out. Okay, they sort of they they kind of sort of with the Negan decision, but. It left the bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, mainly uh, Maggie, when Rick promised her that, look, once uh, they take they get rid of Negan, she's going to be the new leader. She's going to be in charge and he's going to pay more attention um, to uh, to his life. His newfound girlfriend. Um, um, oh God damn, I forgot her name. I'm so sorry. I had it, but I lost it. And his son. Well, his son died. Okay, you know, and uh, you know, when when you talk about his girlfriend, and you talk about Rick, 
when they're in danger, they're always, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's always going to be a sort of sort of kind of healthy relationship because they have the same things in common, which is survival. So the relationship is going to always be on status quo when you talk about uh, Machina, Macheda, I forgot her name, and Rick. I apologize for that, guys. But his his son dying really clouded his judgment, particularly on Negan. So uh, this year they're building. Uh, they're 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 starting to implement humanity. Okay, they're building the communities. Every community is helping other communities. All right, and then you start to notice and see, you know, each the three communities' strengths and weaknesses. Okay, when you talk about the saviors, uh, they're good at uh, you know protection, so to say. Even though it's not protection, they it's really a prison in my opinion because they really don't bring nothing beneficial to the other two communities okay they can't grow nothing at the factory other than corn and they use the corn for fuel so they have a purpose of between the three communities okay uh maggie's community provides the the food the farmland you know the medicine things of that nature okay uh and rick's uh, and, and, and Rick sort of floats around these communities. Uh, you know, he's really uh, fond of Alexandra. He's more in charge of Alexandra. Alexandra, to me, is like a retirement home, sort of say. Uh, they provide pr- protection, but they also provide leadership. And then when you talk about the kingdom, the kingdom is security. Is strictly security, okay? But they, you know, they can still take care of themselves. Alexandria can pretty much take care of themselves, but there's not a lot of people there in Alexandria, okay? And, but uh, Maggie uh, community uh, is really uh, trying, it provides the food for the sanctuary. Now, they went to Washington, D.C. to get uh, some wagons and a plow to uh, expand, uh, you know, the food, talking about when when growing food, they had seeds and everything, okay, and everything was okay, even though they ran across some zombies in the museum, but where it sort of went left, sort of say, is when they were heading back to the communities, and uh, they got stuck on a mud hole, they didn't want to over use the horses. The horses were already tired enough pulling all that uh, heavy equipment. So they put the horses to the side and they pulled the wagons through the mud hole. While that was going on, the zombies uh, started to infiltrate. Okay. And uh, there was, there was a battle. They had to split up, you know, you know, defending the, the, the people that were pushing the buggies through the mud hole and uh you know attacking the zombies they got everything over except the horses now there was a guy who really cared about these horses he ran back even though rick and everyone else said no you know know, it was over for the horses okay uh he got the horses out but in process he got bit and he died okay 
And uh, that was, you know, uh, he was from Maggie's group and she had to deliver the, the bad news to the parents and the parents, uh, particularly the mother was really uh, was really upset with with Maggie thought it was a bad decision and basically their son died for nothing to try to help the saviors uh you know uh, grow crop okay and she's going on a laundry list of things of you know they the saviors are a burden and we you know they still don't understand why they're still trying to protect them and help them okay so um they had a funeral and I like to call him the governor. He's the little skinny older guy. He was uh, the leader there, but they voted him out. The majority of the, the community voted him out. And he's, he was always bitter about that. And he was plotting on Ma Maggie and got uh, the husband drunk. The father of the husband, uh, the, 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 the father of the son who died uh, in and uh, in, in getting the equipment, and uh, he he plotted an attack, a sneak attack, and it didn't work. Where the 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 husband, the father was so drunk, he put him in a hood, and he tried and he tried to kill Megan, I mean Maggie, and it didn't work. It failed. But she knew, she saw through everything to know what was really going on. Now. The conversation she had with uh, the mother really uh, changed her in a different way. You know, you know, at first she was trying to work with everyone, even people that she disagreed with. OK, she didn't like the decision that, uh, you know, Rick, you know, saving Negan's life. But nevertheless, uh, she. She didn't necessarily support it. She knew that, you know, he's in charge. It's his decision. We're just going to follow through, even though she didn't like the decision. And the past couple of days, particularly with that tragedy, really affected her. And now she's moving past being kind and friendly and gentle to being more of a dictator. Okay. And uh, she uh, uh, executed the, uh, the, uh, the I want to call him the mayor, but he's not the mayor. Uh, he hung him and, uh, you know, basically gave Rick demands talking about, look, if y'all want us to help with the food, the savior should help build the bridge. OK, because they're li literally not doing anything for the other communities. OK, so now she's you know, is a take charge type of a, a, a person where uh, she don't mind helping, but it has to be, it has to be a given, it has to be a give and take type of situation. It's not, we're going to all just do uh, whatever it takes to uh, make, to provide for that community. That community has to do something for their support and their help. And, um, uh, it segues into episode three, the bridge. I don't want to uh, talk too much about the bridge. Now, I do want to talk about how, what I think is going to transpire throughout this season. I feel like 
she has a disdain for Rick. And it started from last year. And, uh, you know, they, they, they say this is Rick's final year. A lot of people are assuming that he's going to get killed off. The character is going to get killed off in The Walking Dead. That's a possibility. Or it might be a possibility where, you know, they have it set up, a scenario set up to where Rick is, uh, you know, no longer wants to do it. He wants to ride out in the sunset with his girlfriend because there's really nothing holding Rick there. You know, he needs to pay more attention to his family. But for that to even happen, Masone will also have to be written off. And I, I check out the blog pages. I haven't heard anyone with a scenario like that. So uh, everyone's assuming that they're going to kill off Rick. And But how they're going to do it, to me, I feel like uh, Mag- Megan is... is even though she can't stand Rick, I mean, Negan, I think they're going to have an alliance. They're going to have a partnership, so to say, and she's going to spring and break him out of jail because she knows Negan will give her what she wants, which is complete control. Negan operates from behind giving people position of power because it benefits Negan because Negan is not egotistical he really doesn't know he really doesn't care if he's barking out the orders he knows at the end of the day he's the big chess piece on the board and he's going to allow everyone else to do you know and give and implement them the power so i feel like there's going to be an, a, a, a partnership with negan and um, maggie and there's a possibility where they kill off uh, Rick okay and they're going to have a partnership until they settle uh, what they're going to do with Rick which is he's probably going to die which is more likely or he rides off in the sunset I really don't see that because for all that to happen all the other dominoes like uh, Mashona and his daughter he still has a baby girl uh, well she's not a baby girl no more but she's a child uh, how are you going to continue to utilize those characters in the next season of The Walking Dead? I don't know. Uh, Dale, uh, you know, he didn't like the decision, particularly Rick's decision about letting him be in charge of this of 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 of, of sanctuary, and Rick let him go. He let him want to do his own thing. He's, he places someone else in charge. But I feel like this is the year where, you know, it's going to be a very interesting uh, season. And we're just going to have to wait and see. To me, um, I gave you guys my opinion. Uh, what probably going to transpire later on this year. Uh, them killing off Rick. To me, uh, I, I feel like that's a situation where that could backfire on them on the next season even though they'll have Negan and they can have a season or two with Negan and a lot of people really do like Negan as a villain however is is his character strong enough to have hardcore fans to continue watching the show that's something that we're going to have to wait and see and uh Maggie even though everyone likes her and I like her too I don't think 
the character is strong enough to continue to have people go continue watching the uh the walking dead so it's going to be very interesting there's going to they're going to have they're going to have sub stories throughout these episodes but i feel like it's going to be fewer sub stories on top of the main story and i feel like this is going to be the one season where the sub stories finally connect with the main story they all have a purpose it it's a reason for you to watch these episodes but it's your boy i'm chris the dom one and i am out